began with the canon by Georg Philipp Telemann. That was two members of the Toledo Symphony Orchestra. We're used to uh, watching them on the stage with their colleagues. However, in this case, they're forming a duet and performing here on Live from FM 91. I'm talking about Megan Amos, who is principal horn of the Toledo Symphony, as well as Emily Price Dietz, who is also in the horn section of the Toledo Symphony. Uh, first of all, let me welcome the two of you to Live from FM 91. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, it's great to have you here. And we heard the, the mellifluous sounds of the horns as a duet playing at that canon by Telemann. But we have a lot of stuff to talk about and a lot of music that's going on today. So let's talk about this uh, next piece, which is Green Sleeves by Rayfon Williams. We all know it in its version for string orchestra and flute. Uh, and you arranged this for two horns, Megan, yeah? Yeah, that's correct. Um, I arranged it after my second season with TSO because what usually happens is we do a lot of Christmas concerts. And, um, you know, for my part in that song, I just rest in that. And so I heard it probably over two years, maybe, honestly, 30 times already. And I was yeah. like, ooh, that's just a nice piece. <laughs> um, it's in ABA format. So there's a middle section that kind of does um, a scale that French horns usually don't play in, which is the pentatonic scale. And I don't know, it just sounds really cool when we play together. We pass off lines, and a lot of times you can't even tell who's who. Yeah. Um, and it'll start off with Emily playing the melody in the lower range, and then I'll take over in the middle section, and then we'll finish off with Emily again. And it's just really nice holiday song. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's let's hear it because we've got uh, other things to talk about, but we'll talk after the song. This is uh, Green Sleeves Fantasy by Rayfun Williams, as arranged by Megan Amos, who performs along with Emily Price Dietz here on Live from FM 91.
Green Sleeves, a traditional tune as arranged by Rayfon Williams for string orchestra and flute, and arranged for two horns by Megan Amos. Megan Amos and Emily Price Dietz are my guests today on Live from FM 91. And we're going to continue our conversation now with uh, Megan and Emily here at the microphone because the next piece that we're going to hear is, uh, well, you mentioned that you're going to use a different horn for this, right? I am, Megan, yeah. Yeah, Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I didn't know my voice. You're used to being on the radio. That's all right. (laughs) One of us will use a different horn. Yeah, Yeah. right? So what is the thinking behind using a different horn? Um, It's called a descant horn. Okay. So, um, you know, descant is like a higher voice. And um, it kind of helps me have a more solid sound up there in the high range. I don't know if any listeners have ever heard like a French horn, like crack a note in the high range. (laughs) But I think we've all heard French horns crack. Yeah, us too. (laughs) Um, So yeah, what this descant horn does is it kind of creates a more solid slot up there in the high range. Um, so a slightly bigger target to aim for because I'm blowing through smaller tubes sometimes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and it's kind of a new instrument for me. I just got it less than a year ago, and I don't really play it that often. So it's been nice to work on this piece and get more used to all the new fingerings and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it's a little bit beyond my pay grade, all the stuff yeah. that goes into those instruments. And speaking of instruments, I know that you have a a very special regular horn that you play, right? Yeah, it's kind of rare. Um, It's by horn maker Jerry Leshniak. And um, yeah, he only made maybe 19 of them. And I play on the third one ever made from him. And interesting story, um, Emily's horn, his who made her horn, Carl Hill, he was the original owner of my horn. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, and we our sounds the, are so similar. There's a there's a definite like connection there. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about as far as uh, everything going on this month. And I know that you, Megan, have a concert tonight, uh, December first. It's happening at seven thirty p.m. Uh, you're going to play with the Perrysburg Symphony Orchestra. What are you doing on that concert? I'm doing two things actually. Um, the first thing is Franz Strauss Nocturno. So just a really lovely piece, just really showcases the tone of the horn. Um, And that's an arrangement for orchestra by Benjamin Coy. Um, It's originally just for piano. Mm. And um, then the second thing I'm doing is Mozart Horn Concerto number three. Okay. Yeah. Well, we look forward to that. Uh, People can find more information online at perrysburgsymphony.org.org, or they can just show up tonight and uh, pay at the door, right? Okay, (laughs) that's great. I do also want to mention that, uh, especially with this next piece and our special guest pianist, that you guys are doing a concert at uh, St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Maumee on Thursday, December 21st. It's happening at 7 o'clock p.m. So if folks want to hear uh, you guys playing in person, they can go to that concert as well. And we've got a bunch of other stuff to talk about, but I'm going to let you uh, introduce this Rossetti Concerto. We're going to hear the first movement. Is that right? Yeah. um, It's a piece, a classical piece by Rossetti, Antonio Rossetti. 
Um, when I was researching him, I learned he didn't have a very long life. He lived 1750 to 92, so yeah. 42 years. Let me get out my calculator know, for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, he was kind of a contemporary of Mozart and Haydn. And like, honestly, if you didn't know it was Rossetti, you might just assume it was Mozart. Yeah. And um, his job, he was a Kapellmeister, which a lot of... Um, you know, composers of that day, that was their job, and he worked for someone. Yeah. Um, and also what I learned is there was this Mozart scholar named H.C. Robbins Landon, and he kind of suggested in a book that, like, Rossetti's writing for the horn may have been the model for Mozart's concertos, and Mozart wrote four horn concertos, which is wow. pretty special. That's how many he wrote for violin. Only other instrument he wrote more for was piano. <laughs> well, he played the piano. I don't think Mozart played the French horn. He had uh, Lloyd Gebb or whatever his name yeah. is, mm -hmm. the, the French horn player that he composed for. Um, well, let's hear this now. Our guest pianist is Jane Weber, who is from St. Paul's, and she'll be performing with you guys on the uh, 21st as well. Uh, this is the horn concerto, duo horn concerto, the first movement by Antonio Rossetti here on Live from FM 91. Thank you. 
Music of Antonio Rossetti from his duo Horn Concerto. We heard the first movement performed here in our Dana Performance Studio. Pianist Jane Weber, along with horn players Emily Price Dietz and Megan Amos, who are my guests today on Live from FM 91. Now, we have uh, a lot of music here ahead of us, and one of them is a familiar tune, The Last Rose of Summer. I think summer has already passed, although we can dream musically. Uh, Who wants to provide an introduction for that? You want to talk, Megan? Okay. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, we just really love playing this piece. Um, It's actually in a method book for uh actually for a trumpet but all brass players use this method book it's called the arbin's book jean baptiste mm. arbin and um personally i play this song with my students to really get them to play musically and so the last rose of summer it's kind of uh it's a poem based sorry it's a song based off the poem by thomas moore written in the early 1800s and what I learned about it is the piece has been used like in lots of different classical pieces. Yeah. Even like Beethoven used yeah. it. And Mendelssohn also. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And um, even movies and art and just like other performance forms for literally hundreds of years. So it's cool that, that we're playing it here in Toledo. And um, it has really special lyrics too. The lyrics are, "'Tis the last rose of summer, left blooming alone. All her lovely companions are faded and gone. No flower of her kindred, no rosebud is nigh to reflect back her blushes or give sigh for sigh. Yeah, an Irish folk song originally. Yeah, that's a beautiful and beautiful sentiment that is echoed, I believe, in your performance. We'll hear it now. This is the last rose of summer from my guests on Live from FM 91, Megan Amos and Emily Price Teets.
an arrangement of The Last Rose of Summer, performed by duo horn players, Emily Price Dietz, as well as Megan Amos from the Toledo Symphony. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention it. You guys are pretty busy this time of year, right, with uh, different concerts, with the TSO especially. Yeah, absolutely. We are playing all over the place, anywhere within about an hour of Toledo. Yeah. We have concerts, Nutcracker, we have Messiah, we have all kinds of things um, that we're doing. Yeah, and, and you mentioned uh, to me before we got on the microphone that uh, that they're doing Handel's Messiah, but a, a different version, which doesn't have any horn players, right? Correct, yeah. The original Handel does not have horns, unfortunately, which, you know, does bring it down a peg, but uh, <laughs> it's still a great... <laughs> in no, your no. opinion. In my opinion, In of your course. humble opinion, Can't yeah. Can't be quite as good. Well, you mentioned the Nutcracker, and there's other stuff going on, Christmas at the Peristyle. Uh, folks can find out all about that at the Toledo Symphony website. It's uh, They can look at artstoledo.com slash events or call the box office and uh, get the lowdown there at 419-246-8000. And Toledo Symphony is a sponsor of programs on FM 91. What do we have next, Emily? You're going to introduce this next piece for us, the Coprash? Yeah, okay, so when you say Koprash to a horn player, it uh, evokes this etude book, kind of like the Arben's book for trumpet players. It's like this book that at a certain point gets introduced to you in your study, usually as a high school player, but people play it um, their whole lives. You know, I bet Megan and I still still play it. Mine, the cover has fallen off, and, uh, <laughs> you know, there's something about these etudes um, that is very helpful for just, like, getting back to your basic technique. It kind of works through a range of the horn that can be problematic or muddy. Um, it, does, it goes kind of high. It goes pretty low, but it kind of is in a range that we all need to spend a lot of time in. Um, so it's it, it's this book. So you say, oh, you're playing Coprash, Coprash 2, Coprash 10, whatever it yeah. is. Um, if you're in the Horn Mafia, then right, you understand right. what that is. But know? it's kind of just, uh, exactly, yeah. Uh, if you know, you know. But uh, it, I, I realized when I was preparing for today that I didn't really know much about like the person, you know, it was an actual person, not just yeah. like a, a name given to a <laughs> product at Ikea or something. You know, it's, uh, he, he was a guy, George or Georg Koprash, um, lived in, uh, uh, in Prussia, you know, that part of, of Germany, and worked in Berlin, worked in Dessau, and uh, was a second horn player. Did you know he was a second horn player? <laughs> it makes sense, honestly. You're, you're not asking me, <laughs> I, I assume. Yeah, so he, he wrote the, the studies, and his dad uh, was uh, a bassoonist in that same court orchestra, and he is actually the one attributed to this uh, duet that... That we are doing. Yes, oh, okay. there's not a lot of information really about either of them because they didn't write a lot of other stuff um, and, you know, records weren't really kept. Yeah. No, great records of uh, uh, about either of them. In fact, I don't have a firm, you know, date of birth or anything for uh, for Georg. But uh, anyway, the, the duet was written by his dad who wrote a few duets um, for horns. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, one other kind of interesting fact about why the Koprash um, etudes exist 
is that at that very same time in that same area of Germany, um, the person who invented brass valves was inventing them. I mean, it was like brand new tech in the brass world at that time to have these valves. So everything before that was hand horn and, you know, open, you know, fifths and thirds and stuff that you hear in, in a lot of classical symphonies. And then along comes valves and it changes everything. And Koprash wrote his etudes so that people could have something to learn how to use these valves. Oh, so I think that's, that's so kind of interesting. Neat. And so the duo would be for that too. Yeah. So it has a pedagogical purpose as well as an artistic purpose. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I know that, that Bach wrote a lot of music like that. He wrote things down in notebooks for his children, for his uh, wife. To exactly. Perform. Yeah, it's that yeah. kind of thing. And if you look at the music you and you know horn, you'd say, oh, yeah, you couldn't have done this on hand horn. You, you would have had to have a, a horn that could get certain chromatic notes. It has a lot of chrom- chromaticism in it. Well, let's hear it now. This is the uh, duo number one by Koprash, the first movement we're going to hear from my guests on Live from FM 91, Megan Amos and Emily Price Dietz. Thank you. 
first movement from the duo number one by Wilhelm Koperash, performed live in our Dana Performance Studio by my guest today. That is the horn duo of Megan Amos and Emily Price Dietz, two members of the Toledo Symphony, I should add. Now we get into some Christmassy type music with uh, the first Noel. It's a wonderful arrangement here. I mean, do you have anything you want to say about that before we hear it? I just think sometimes as a musician, it's just like, honestly, the best part of our job is to kind of, you know, spread holiday music or patriotic mm-hmm. music for all the different holidays. And yeah, honestly, I just really like playing it. And I was thinking as we were practicing it, I always force myself to make longer phrases when I'm doing Christmas music yeah. for some reason. I'm like, no, do not breathe there. <laughs> Versus like, if I'm just playing something at work, you know, I, I don't have those kind of memories of singing this song every year yeah. and knowing how it goes. So, Well, just, that's an yeah. important point. I, I think that, you know, some kinds of music mean more to us based on our, our background and based on our own feelings. And so... That's that's an interesting take. You're nodding your head, Emily. I agree. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Totally. Well, let's uh, hear this now, the first Noel, and uh, it's being performed by my guest today, Emily Price-Dietz, as well as Megan Amos, the horn duo, performing on live from FM 91.
That's a familiar tune that we often hear at Christmas time, this time of year. The first Noel, performed by Emily Price Dietz and Megan Amos from the Toledo Symphony there. My guests here on Live from FM 91. And we've got one more piece that we're going to hear from the two of you. And this is by Mozart. I've heard of him. <laughs> uh, a Mozart Polonaise. Do you want to say anything about that? Sure, it's from a little collection of duets that he wrote in uh, 1786, and um, it, it was kind of, I don't think he took it very seriously. Um, now, this could be apocryphal, but I read that uh, he wrote these while he was waiting for his turn to bowl with his friend, <laughs> horn player. Uh, Ignaz Leutgeb, yeah. who he wrote the concertos for. Yeah. Um, I hope it's true. I, I really hope that's true. Even uh, if it's not true, it's a great it's story. It's a great story. Can you imagine him, yeah, waiting to bowl and writing these great little duets that we're still playing now? Um, so they are. They're just little kind of character pieces. Um, none of them are very long, but um, horns play them. I think a, a few other instruments like to play them too. Bass and horns, bassoons. Yeah, they just make yeah. a nice little... Um, thing to play and uh, so yeah we're gonna do the polonaise which is sort of a what do you say a polish kind of a dance uh, yeah. right totally dance um, music yeah. and so you hear a little bit of that in there and uh yeah thank you so much for having us here today this has been a blast yeah, yeah thank well you, thank you both for coming and playing and performing and giving a little preview of uh, some of the stuff on the 21st i know megan you've got your big concert tonight we'll mention that again you're appearing with the Perrysburg Symphony Orchestra, and one of the pieces you're playing is a horn concerto by Wolfgang Mozart. Yes. And people <laughs> can find more information about that at perrysburgsymphony.org, or they can just go to Perrysburg Junior High. The concert is uh, tonight at 7.30 p.m. Thanks, both of you, for joining me for Live from FM 81. Thank you. Thanks. Our pleasure, Brad. You've been listening to Live from FM 91. The broadcast engineer for our program was Chris Pfeiffer. I'm your host and producer, Brad Cresswell, and thank you for joining us today here on your public radio station, FM 91.